this path everyone can be our guru anything which brings us to the source and it's not always just the teacher which whose teachings we are following but it can be anything it can be incidents things you see around whatever can bring you to the source and when a person is trying to abide in source then all what is happening in life actually becomes a teaching it all depends how we see things around us and they can have very powerful impact someone sent me a video in which um, a teacher pulled out one of the a burning wood from um, there were all these woods were burning together to boil something and he was giving a beautiful example that if we are burning one wood stick alone it will not create that much of flame and it will die but if all of them burn together then all of them help each other to burn more more effulgent and more power and this is what is satsang because so many self putting of effort to stay in self together becomes a huge energy and this also helps in someone who in this pursuit is a bit far or bit new he gets the same flame same energy and this becomes a cumulative effort so power of satsang everyone has appreciated including bhagwan ramana maharishi and everyone so this power of satsang is simply a group of people sitting together or listening together and contemplating on that absolute together helps it to manifest within you and all the sources say the same thing there is a teaching by uh, anand mai ma and i can see where jason is sitting behind him is anand mai ma's picture which i guess it is because i can't see the whole but by the look of hair it looks like she is the one and she puts sums up everything so beautifully she says that bhakti in bhakti that i has to focus always on that so that i becomes that and in gyana the i what you think i has to focus on self and that i becomes self and it is exactly the same no difference 
when we bow down to the absolute we become absolute because bowing down means that false illusory ego disappears and what is true is left and that we call as bhakti bow down as nilakantan ji just did this prayer so this prayer is exactly that when we bow down we are actually bowing down we are bowing down our ego our individuality and when there is no individuality left then that is left and the path of knowledge or path of gyana is not involving in that i so the i disappears without any doership when we stay as a non doer as a witness and we have no personal desires then exactly the same thing happens and so the best path is combine these two together or i would say they are always together when you start feeling that bliss of self when that running mind running commentary start disappearing fading when we really surrender to absolute then role of mind is negligible mind only serves ego ego means individual individual means that the person who thinks i will do it i will prove who is in comparative world who has to achieve achiever he needs mind because whatever he is getting in natural way he is not satisfied he wants everything more endless desires but there is a price to pay when we fulfill our endless desires from that supreme peace we become restless and we can't taste the supreme bliss within us we have spurts of joy and happiness but the agitation looks like agitation runs in the background in an egoistic mind rather than the silence or peace this is the basic difference abiding in self and abiding in ego what is the substrata what is the background from which place are you operating you can be operating from silence and could be doing thousands of things and it doesn't matter to you you stay in your bliss while on other hand you are not doing anything whole day you are at home but your substrata is agitated mind in spite of not doing anything you are restless and agitated so amount of work what the body does has nothing to do with our state of mind or state of presence there is a secret behind it when we operate from the source we are at peace and whatever destined to happen or to be done we agree with that so there is a harmony in every action in every movement of the body but when we have our own agenda when we want to prove to the world that i am something 
then there is always constant agitation in the background. When we try to be a good person, lot of efforts are needed or try to show our goodness. Instead of that, if we just stay as that supreme bliss, that silence, that self, that witness, that non-doer, then you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Whatever the action body does, you agree whether others agree or not is none of your business. But you are in complete harmony with it. Whether there are a lot of actions happening or no action happening, maybe people around you might not be happy with you because they expect something more or more productive or I don't know. But you are in complete harmony. Ego works for the society, for the world, in a way. But self knows only self. It is indifferent to people and world. So sometimes self-realized people look a bit eccentric also or appears to not follow society norms because society has its own agenda. Society wants productive people. Not enlightened people. And in society comes our family, our relatives, our friends, our work environment, home environment. If you see Bhagwan's life is also a metaphor of the same. He left everything, went where he cannot do any business, living in a cave. You can't go to do any business in a loincloth. No one will employ you. No money to travel. No food to eat. There were days and days when there was no food. If food comes, he will eat. There are very less enlightened masters whose external life as a symbolic of what is going internal is exactly the same. I'm not doubting about anyone's enlightenment, but I'm just saying that some people, they dress up in costly clothes and they travel in expensive cars, but they say they are detached. So for a common man, it is very hard to understand this because it looks like what the person is saying and what he is doing, there is a contrast in it. But perhaps they are detached. Who can say that about that except themselves? But in Bhagwan's life, what you see and what his internal state is exactly the same. Though he left everything, but he never ever encouraged anyone to leave family life and come and live in ashram. And I 100% believe wherever we are, how drastic the situation is, that is most conducive and most closest to self-realization. If you trust in God, if you trust in Absolute, 
Absolute has created that for you to transcend it. It is all about your belief in it. That yes, this life is for liberation. When we believe in liberation, liberation has to happen. Because then we bring all that energy within. When our mind is always on that absolute, that with grace of that absolute, that mind dissolves, that individuality disappears. And nothing is left except that bliss. process in which mind dissolves can be different in different people depending on what they have accumulated, how much garbage they have to throw out and how much they are eager to throw out at once everything or how slow the process is. All depends on your own longing. You know, some people used to say that during Bhagwan's time, people who stayed with Bhagwan were so fortunate, so lucky that he was there in a living body. He could guide them. They could see his presence. But we should also remember during Bhagwan's time, there were people who came only for a very short visit and they got everything and they left. Their name might be in records or not, but there are so many people have written about it. And Bhagwan's closest devotees with all humility they used to say that we stayed with Bhagwan because we were too dumb to learn from distance or on a short visit. You know, when someone is less sick, you visit a doctor in outpatient clinic and you get cured. But if you're too sick, you need to be admitted <laughs> as an inpatient. That is just their humbleness. And you don't even have to visit Bhagwan. Bhagwan used to say that even if you remember me, you could have got the same benefit. And when he was leaving the body, he said, where would I go? I am here. He didn't say I will be here. I am here. That I am is always here. Even when this whole world will dissolve, that I am will stay as it is. He is that I am, that absolute in all of us, which is everywhere. It is grace of our own self which came in form of Bhagwan and told us and gave us this message and that form disappeared but the I am stayed and that message stayed. Ninety-nine percent people they always talk about mind, thoughts, personal problems and this happened or that happened 
I would say just leave all this as garbage. If you want to finish everything at once, you adhere to that silence within you, in that witness mode. When the doership comes, the ego comes, thoughts comes, judgment comes, liking comes, dislike, just watch it. Acknowledge it because it is going on internally in your mind. You can't escape from listening to it. But don't give your energy to it. Your previous energy attachment to it has led to this thing coming still in you though you're not interested in it. But because if you have no interest in it, eventually it will stop. You ask any seeker, any sadhak, they will tell you that perhaps two years back, these noises were too loud and I used to act on them. And now there's a gap, there's a space between me and these noises and they are less less intrusive and there is more silence and I was talking today and we were talking about the same thing that sometimes some new person joins and they ask questions and you can see the agitation and then you realize how much you have actually moved into the silence within because it is a gradual process sometimes we also don't really know how much we have changed internally similar to when we grow or a child grows in our family suddenly we see it has grown we don't realize when the person is growing. Trust in this pure energy. Remember it. Remember with love, with respect. With devotion. This is purest of pure energy, unadulterated, untainted. You can't say it is mine or it is yours or I have attained. It is this energy's choice to show you or not to show. So we say it is Kripa, it is only grace. We only have to be ready. We have to be of that caliber. So that grace flows and the only thing needed to get that grace is interest in it. In an absolute thing, we should have absolute interest. If you make a list of to do things out of 10, all 10 should be to know this. It's not that this should be your prime focus. It should be the only focus. We are doing face-to-face -face satsang on 7th, which is, according to Tamil calendar, is Bhagwan's uh, 143rd Jainati, which means his date of birth. In English calendar, it was 30th of December. And invites have gone and so many people have said yes. And then they've said, oh, I have to see my grandson or I have to do this. And because we all have a long list of important things.
The other day I was doing satsang with someone and he was saying everything is fine. The only thing is that I have some attachments here and I believe if these attachment goes away then I can be in that place. And I said, you just focus on it, those attachments will fall off. But then I was surprised to know he had a bigger attachment. He was saying that if he abides in this self, then he can see his father, his ancestors, and that is what is he's attracted towards. So leaving attachments here, and then attachments with people who are already dead, Somehow he had this concept that once he abides in self, then he can talk to his dad who died many years ago. People have weird concepts in life. No, there is, if there is a hidden motive in your realization, then rest assured it will never happen. Love for God should be only for God, nothing else. If there is a give and take relationship between God and you, it is business. I think Jason has asked some question. I need to read. Namaste. Could you please talk a bit about your own journey to self-realization? Yeah, look, it's very complicated. <laughs> complicated because whatever came, I just was always like a sponge wanted to just absorb whatever I could different sets, different methods, whatever it came. And so I believe everything is right. Whatever works for you, whatever you are inclined towards works best. But the only thing I would say to you is then when it happened, it happened spontaneously. I, I didn't do anything. And I had no clue. And then I googled it and I couldn't find any real answers to the changes. At that moment, I had no teacher, not much information, and I searched and searched. And then, few years after that, I found Ramana Maharishi's teaching, which actually clicked and I understood this is what it is. In very early days, I was doing japa and I found it very powerful. Being a yoga teacher, I was helping with yoga. But if you ask me, powerful technique, I would say japa is a very powerful technique. Eventually, it takes us to this self-inquiry and self-abidance which I believe is for ripe seekers who are really ripe 
to become that mature i think all these techniques are so important who knows if i would have found bhagwan's teachings in very early time maybe i would have not understood it though it is simple and direct but then our receptivity should be there that purity of mind should be there to grasp it even in bhagwan's time people came and they left because i don't think they were ready for it prem gandhi ji have asked can you please give some guidelines on staying as self even while in any worldly situations prem gandhi ji do you want to elaborate further can i see you can you switch on your video as i can't see you on this page but all what we do in this uh, is all about staying i can't see where prem gandhi ji where are you actually i can't see you can unmute yourself प्रणाम संजय जी हेलो हेलो प्रणाम संजय जी प्रणाम प्रणाम सो संजय जी आई हैव बीन फॉलोइंग योर पॉइंटर्स फ्रॉम योर वीडियोस एंड कपल ऑफ पास सत्संग्स एंड देयर इज सम कंसिस्टेंसी इन अवॉइडेंस बट इन typical you know family situations worldly situations feel like slipping out of it so mm. and japa like you were talking japa is also helping me so so gradually the consistency the abidance will be prolonged yeah definitely but when you see that something is slipping away just acknowledge that it's not you it is just an illusion you cannot slip what you are actually cannot slip ji and try to treat yourself in all worldly situations as you are nothing then what will slip ji if you want to prove yourself then you will slip if you are nothing then nothing mm. will never slip nothing will like you are ghost in a room if you have no say nobody respects you it's good you stay as nothing okay you know if you if you see bhagwan bhagwan's life is uh, teaches us everything you know if someone just reads uh, his biography written by day to day with bhagwan and all those things you will find all the clues for all the questions whatever comes in your mind he never said anything most of the time he stayed as if he doesn't exist you know 
and even in trivial things then he will say something if he thinks it is important so his most loved ones were kicked out of the ashram but he didn't mind he used to go and visit them in palakotu doesn't matter to him this is the way you know this is such a beautiful way he nothing matters you know when we are too much worried about mind and its thoughts then it troubles us more then the mind is successful when we complain then we give power to mind it throws more tantrums when you ignore and when you don't give further fuel to the fire of your endless desires then it disappears and disappears forever forever because the moment you experience your own self as you nothing is left to experience and no desire can come up now because any fulfillment of desire will take you away from that bliss and who does who wants to be away from that pure bliss so the desires don't exist yes things will come to your way things will come you might acquire something might you might lose those transactions of life will continue but they will have no effect on you because the one who is interested in these transactions has disappeared all worldly situations are outside us body which participates in worldly situations is outside us mind which thinks intellect which decides is also outside us then ask who am i and the only answer you will get is pure silence now stay with that silence as silence silence is the language of this pure awareness which we all are know this truth within you don't make it a concept at intellectual level this should be your experiential understanding and everything is on the substrate of silence even the mind when we say ego people working at the ego level ego mode that also has substrata as silence but we are not moving within to acknowledge it if you live on surface as wave you will not know how deep is the ocean and thoughts keeps us in one form of wave to another form of wave and we keep floating on the top and there is no peace on the top as wave the moment you detach from that thought wave you merge in that pure self start living life as you are just witnessing it impartial witness to this body and other bodies
it can be difficult initially ego is still there it has its own agenda but with that vigilance it comes to your notice so quickly that you don't allow its ugly head to be raised again and your vigilance is so powerful because it's coming from the source that ego melts away ego disappears at the same time you can also use devotion bhakti prayer to that self which is manifesting in you which is always there in unmanifested state but when the noise goes down then starts manifesting then whatever ego is left make that ego is devoted to that so this illusory duality which is appearing use it as bhakti and finish it off so that ego i becomes that actually there is no method in it it is your all internal environment whatever works just do it finish it don't hold on to anything keep your hands open whatever comes comes whatever goes goes be like a dry leaf in the wind in harmony with what that energy wants to do with this body surrender this body this ego this mind this intellect to that pure energy and let it do the best what it wants to do with this body if it wants to do something or if it wants to finish this body let it kill this body the one who was controlling should disappear and then see the magic you are filled with this unconditional love this bliss all the time so much so that you can't share this with anyone because what we do you say to others i am happy because nothing i become nothingness so i am happy now people will think you are mad maybe you need some treatment perhaps some people might be not interested to work <laughs> they're not doing anything but they are so happy in this materialistic world only mad people are happy without getting anything rest all are after something and they think they will be happy after achieving something procuring something only a sage is happy in loin cloth living in a cave having one meal every couple of days we all are connected with that pure energy of bhagwan and just calling it bhagwan ramana satsang brings purity to it you know anandmay ma she went to ramana ashram on bhagwan jayanti and she said these words that he was the purest son of india in all these ages which came on this earth 
नमस्ते संजीव नमस्कार you know in olden days people used to go to forest live in caves live with teachers for 10 15 20 years used to do seva work there and then they used to get knowledge in this fast age we all can sit in our own house and we can have satsang together online this is also grace of god isn't it because methods and techniques and process comes to us by that divine source only to help us in the best possible way living in different places thousands of kilometers away we are all together because this distance is only in this imagery which is projected from the mind in reality everything is just there beyond time and space unchanging it's like that mesh on which everything is playing and we are that always and all of us are same without any difference awareness is no particular religion nilakantan ji you were saying something ஒன்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்கும்ிக்
you know the one thing which connects everyone every human being is this self where no demarcation is left we are all same and so there is unconditional love it is not conditioned by any reason there is no hierarchy in it watch everything from this silence speak from this silence hear from this silence touch from this silence if all our acts start and end from this pure silence then nothing wrong can happen through this body to any other body or even to an object eyes which look outwardly towards things they have a different quality when they come from silence they are all acts are giving not taking not looking how to get something from someone it's only one way it's only giving that pure energy knows only giving just like sun sun shines on everything equally not one who praises sun or not on filthy stuff just equally on everything but to get that sunshine one has to come out into that sun if you stay enclosed in your sheets of mind and body you can't see the glory of your inner sun some people say they are doing such an important thing in this world that they have no time for all this crap about self realization and all and it's up to them you know they feel the other thing is so important their mind think that relative knowledge you read bhagwan's teachings and you also look who were the people who came during bhagwan's time they were not just only beggars they were scientists they were scholars and bhagwan said this relative knowledge is of no use there there was one of bhagwan's devotees who actually discovered something about fountain pen and he got a big job in scientific research and then bhagwan didn't say anything when bhagwan used to say nothing that means it's no <laughs> when we know ourselves then we know everything then so many things which look so important right now to people <clears throat> because look everyone is doing something in their life whatever they do they think this is most important coming from scientific background i know all the people who are doing research around me they all think they are doing ground breaking research everyone is so engrossed in their own mind thing it is not different than what you do in your dream i'm not asking you to leave everything and go into a cave but leave everything and go into the cave in your heart be there find truth within you 
before you take your last breath. And because we don't know when is our last breath, try to find it ASAP. Then rest of the things can wait. Saraswati ji, do you want to ask any question? You can unmute yourself. Previously, when I was doing my sadhana, I used to check only my emotions, negative emotions, and how to control them or see the root of it and how why I'm getting those emotions. So that way I used to do my sadhana strategy. But after listening to you, now I understood what is mind chatting and what is silence. Before that, I never had that kind of thing. Now I know how the mind chatters throughout the day and how to just try to go into sadhana while being silent. For mm -hmm. I check my words, everything is whatever you talk during day also, so much of it is just keep quiet also. That is my understanding. But checking the mind, I'm so obliged to you. That's another step I went forward before I'm very happy, sir. Very grateful. And this throughout the day, now after living your listening every day, listen, this one I told you because I'm trying to find. And now I had this chance, I was the one gave me this chance of being online. Thank you. Just once in a week, I think, one, I think, the other two are during midnight, I think, the other two online classes. Yeah. So I just want to thank you again and again. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Bhagwan. Bhagwan is doing, it is, nobody can claim that it is um, happening. Nobody, I don't know. Must be the grace of Bhagwan. Yes. I have he no clue. I have no clue. Master Sanjayji. Hello. Yes. I'm also joining for the first time today, like Saraswati Ji from India. Hello. Although I tried twice before, but it wasn't Bhagwan's wish to connect me once I missed the time zone. I joined just as your session was ending. And then I tried last week when you were out of town, I guess. So, but I've been listening to your online videos, like Saraswati mentioned. And as you always keep saying, I think we are all so connected that the message of Bhagwan vibrates even through those videos loud and clear. Those recordings are all the team that is enabling that, I'm really thankful to them. Of course, to you and to all the team that make that happen. Because even your old videos are so helpful. And I don't know how I stumbled upon it, as you said, it's all Bhagavan's grace. Mm -hmm. How I stumbled upon one of your videos and ever since I've just been hooked, I cannot pass my day without listening to at least one of the satsangs. And the message is definitely very powerful. And I know it's coming directly from the same source. You are a medium to transmit. And we are truly blessed that we have that opportunity to listen to you and that message that coming from that same ultimate source for all of us. So thank you very much to all of you who are making this happen and enabling it for people around the world. So we are all very, very blessed. Thank you, Bhagavan. Thank you, Thank you. 
we will catch up next time next saturday we are not doing i think um ruchi has put this message because it is bhagwan jayanti so we are doing in the evening so people can attend from other places who can't attend the morning ones so it will be on saturday 7th of january melbourne time starting at 3 pm to 5 pm and dr anand um, president at ramana ashram he has agreed to address the gathering so you can connect through zoom link same zoom link okay thank you everyone